Hello, this is Jeff Windsor, and this is Lucky Words, a podcast where we talk about culture, art, and a good deal of poetry, ideally all while we're outdoors doing something cool. For you, it was yesterday that I recorded Miloš's poem, and yet the books. And I promised that I would be recording more about literature and a poem of Keats, which I'm about to do. I'm on the same hike. I was uphill before, and now I'm on a flat and about to go downhill. So it's a little easier for me. But I am still absurdly hiking along with a book in one hand and a recorder in the other. This is Keats's poem on first looking into Chapman's Homer. Much have I traveled in realms of gold, many goodly states and kingdoms seen. Round many western islands I have been, which bards and fealty to Apollo hold. Oft of one wide expanse had I been told that deep-browed Homer ruled as his domain. Yet did I never breathe its pure serene, till I heard Chapman speak out loud and bold. Then felt I like some watcher to the skies when a new planet swims into his ken, or stout Cortez when with eagle eyes he stared at the Pacific. All his men looked at each other with wild surmise, silent upon a peak in Darien. What Keats is describing here is reading a book that just excites and delights you, that makes you open your eyes and see the world differently than you have ever seen it before. Those two images at the end about the astronomer discovering a new planet. This, is, this was written shortly after the uh, planet Uranus was discovered. Or the other one about an explorer uh, Keats, we don't rely on Keats for history because the act of seeing the Pacific from the top of Mount Durian is something Balboa did, not Cortez, but, you know, Cortez was also an explorer. But coming overland from the Atlantic, starting at the Atlantic Ocean and waiting and trying to reach the Pacific, finding a way across, and then there getting to the top of this peak and looking out and finally seeing it after all of the trials and tribulations and difficulties that come with being a conquistador explorer, dude. But the strangeness and the joy and the wonder that comes with that kind of discovery that magnitude is what Keats is saying happened to him when he first read Chapman's translation of Homer. He'd read Homer before, but apparently it felt kind of dry. It felt dead. It felt, ooh, ouch. Twisted an ankle. I'm okay. 
it felt dry, it felt dead, it felt poetic, but not not alive. The story is that when Keats's friend gave it to him, he stayed up all night reading it. He was so excited. They were reading it together. They were reading it out loud. And Keats would stop him and get up and dance when there was a line that he truly loved. You know, when there was a line that he thought was just beautiful and great. And after staying up all night reading, the friend goes to bed. And when he gets up in the morning, Keats has written this poem and leaves it on the book for his friend to find. Is that true? I certainly hope not. I hate the idea of a genius writer who just dashes off timeless works with no effort at all. I hope that he went through a number of drafts and stole ideas that had been percolating in his mind for a while before. But the story works with the content of the poem regardless. The excitement of encountering a book that just lights you up. I love finding a book and starting to read and then it's time for me to go to bed and I just can't stop. And I read and I read and I glance over at my clock and See, oh dear, it's midnight. All right, well, just, I'll just get to the end of this chapter. And I get to the end of the chapter, but I just can't stop. And I read and I look over and it's one, and it's two, and it's three. That doesn't happen very often. And honestly, I don't know if I can pull off 3 a.m. anymore, but the idea of being so wrapped up in a book that I push aside all propriety, knowing that I will regret it by being exhausted the next day. And yet, I'm too invested in the characters or the plot or the setting or the language. The Milos poem yesterday that talked about the durability of books how they might last even after we are gone and where they come from, as he says, from radiance and heights. Well, that's exactly what Keats is talking about here. So this is a sonnet, 16 lines. And as I've explained before, sonnets have a moment, the turn. And it's part of what makes a sonnet a great and enduring poetic form. In those 16 lines, depending on the style of sonnet, the turn might happen at, at line 10, at line 8, or I should say after line 10, after line 8, or after line 14. Shakespeare liked the after line 14 style. This is the Petrarchan, or Italian style, which makes sense for Keats. He liked his he liked his continental styles. But also, he's talking about Homer. Shouldn't use an English style of sonnet. 
Should use something more Southern European. Whoa. Okay. That's what I get for not paying attention. Just get hit in the face with a branch. Okay. So the turn in this sonnet happens after line 10. He's described what he has experienced in the past. He's read great literature, but Homer never really did it for him. He says, Till I heard Chapman speak out loud and bold. That's line 10. The turn happens right here. Then felt I like some watcher of the skies. He's saying, then, at that point, things changed. Often, the turn comes with a but. This happens with a then. So there's a before and after. And he's describing his after state. So, before, I've read great things, but Homer never did it for me. After, it's like he discovered a whole new planet. Or saw the Pacific Ocean for the first time. So here, let me read it one more time. John Keats' poem on first looking into Chapman's Homer. Much have I traveled in the realms of gold, and many goodly states and kingdoms seen. Round many western islands I have been, which bards and fealty to Apollo hold. Oft of one wide expanse had I been told, that deep-browed Homer ruled in his domain. Yet did I never breathe its pure serene, till I heard Chapman speak out loud and bold. Then felt I like some watcher of the skies when a new planet swims into his ken, or like stout Cortez when with eagle eyes he stared at the Pacific, and all his men looked at each other with wild surmise, silent upon a peak in Darien. He's saying, you know, he had been one thing before. Whoa! This recording is a comedy of errors. I just slid off the trail and into snow up to my thigh. Okay. You gotta record standing still for a minute. 